0: Why are some of Canada's biggest and smartest investors getting into the residential real estate market? Find out on today's episode. Welcome to the True True Condos Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, welcome back to the show. This is actually my second time recording this podcast because I accidentally hit delete on the first one sucks too bad. Oh well, here we go again. It's probably going to be much better the second time around cuz I've had one time to practice this, right? Okay, well, here we go. Um now, remember, side note, remember the old days with like Microsoft Word and like Windows 95 and stuff like when you would you or you're writing a paper for university or something back in the day and this is when computers really kind of sucked and you would you'd uh you lose the file and you, you it wouldn't save or your computer would crash and you lose all your work. And there was no like automatic saving on files and, and stuff like that. That sucked. Uh, we've all been through that and you had to like go do like an all nighter to like redo your paper and you're like crying at three in the morning or no ring a bell. Yes. No. Anyways, side note has absolutely nothing to do with this podcast here today. But uh, thankfully, those days are mostly gone, but apparently they're not because I just recorded this podcast and it got deleted. And here we are now, a minute into this podcast, and I'm still talking about it. Get to the program. Okay, let's get to the program. We are talking about uh, Canada's biggest and some of Canada's biggest and smartest investors are getting into real estate residential real estate why are they doing this what can we take from this as investors well what do i mean by that first of all came across this very interesting article in bloomberg i'll include a link to that show notes at truecondos.com slash podcast and the headline is amid record immigration in canada companies are betting on rentals so kind of gives it away in the headline there that uh immigration is a big reason for this but let's get into it so who is this this is sun life financial you may have heard of them sun life fin- financial is boosting as a, its exposure to rental apartments as immigration in canada's biggest city booms so the toronto-based firm which managed this is their their so their their res their uh not the whole Sun Life, but just their real estate arm, which is called Bentall Kennedy. Uh, so that Toronto-based firm, man- which manages $22 billion of assets in Canada, plans to increase multi-residential investments to about 15% of its portfolio from below 10%. So assuming they're increasing by roughly 5 or 6% of $22 billion, you do the math on that, they're looking at Spending or acquiring assets in residential real estate to the tune of a billion dollars these guys are looking to uh, uh, put a billion dollars into residential rental real estate i e apartment buildings very interesting that uh, big money like this is getting is going into the residential market. Typically, these these uh, sorts of um, institutional investors, institutional money, and pension funds and stuff are not uh, are not really in the residential game. If they're in the real estate game, as these guys are, they're in commercial, retail, industrial, land, those sorts of things. But areas where it's much easier to spend billions of dollars, quite frankly, and it's much easier to manage billions of dollars of your investment. It's hard to just go out and spend a billion dollars on residential real estate. That's one of the challenges that these guys face is uh, they've got all this money. They've got all this cash. They've got to do something with it. They have investors who are demanding returns from them. Uh, it's hard to go out and just buy a billion dollars worth of real estate. I mean, if you assume that uh, they're, they're national, so if you assume that the, res- the real estate they want to get into is, say, $300,000 per per door per unit that's like 3000 3500 somewhere in that range of units apartments uh that they have to buy or acquire or build 3000 3500 not easy to do that you can't just snap your fingers and go out and and do that this is not like uh you know if you want to buy three condo units uh, you can go out and do that. Try going out and buying 30 condo units. It's very hard to do, it takes a long time. It's very hard to even find a builder who would sell you 30 condo units as an individual investor, for example. It's very hard to pull a, a deal like that together. I'm not ta- talking about 30, we're talking about 300, we're talking about 3,000, over 3,000 units. So, um, that's hard to do, but they're doing it. They see the potential there, they want to get into it. And the thing that jumps the most off the page at me here, they talk about the strong economy, they talk about uh, a lot of things, but the the thing that really jumps off the page and that I want to hammer home to you the uh, condo investor to to be aware of here is the th- it says this this quote here. The thing that we're tracking that's the most positive is the immigration population growth. It's really accelerating. s that the the head of strategy for them says so, uh, this is something we talk about a lot on the podcast over the past few months. Uh, the government of Canada has, has federally come out and announced their immigration targets are going up significantly, from about three hundred thousand to about three hundred and forty thousand, just over the next three four years. Um, we we see it's happening. We know we don't we can't know everything as real estate investors. We don't have certainty on everything, but we have certainty on this is that more people are coming into this country. We know that they're going to have to live somewhere. We know how many of them approximately are going to come into the GTA and into the Toronto area. And we know, when we look closer at the numbers and the pipeline of of units that are coming in here, we don't have enough housing to house everyone. We have a shortage of housing, and that we have a shortage of housing right now, and it's only going to get worse. Um, this This is why we believe in real estate uh, and why we're investing in real estate right now to take advantage of this trend and what's interesting is big money smart money institutional money like this is also seeing this trend and they're also looking to capitalize and take advantage and get in on this they see that there is money to be made here and that's uh that's a very good thing uh, so immigration is, and the focus on immigration and the reason and the backing uh, for this growth in the residential market is is very encouraging, exciting to see for us here as Toronto investors. Um, another interesting point, what are they actually looking to invest in? Well, they've obviously got some projects in the pipeline. A couple of them they mentioned. One is like a mid-market, typical uh, rental building, average unit size, about 650 square feet. That's in Etobicoke. But interestingly, they're also building high-end, they're going at getting into the high-end luxury rental market in Yorkville with units up to $10,000 a month, it says in the article. So very interesting to see that, um, not just mid-market stuff, but high-end stuff as well, they see potential in that market too. I'm always interested, always curious to see where big institutional money is going, and I'll get into reasons for that more in a moment, but uh another um article which I came across which is like a sponsored info piece. I don't know what you call it. It's like a blog post article, but it's it's uh, it's really an ad. Anyways, it's written by these guys, um this uh this institutional uh group from Sun Life. And it's in the Globe and Mail. You can see the link to it if you want. Four factors that will shape real estate in twenty nineteen is the headline gets into different things. The first one is that solid economic growth will continue to support demand for real estate. So again, that's the foundation of, of this all and why we're investing now is we, we see that the economy is fundamentally strong. The job market is fundamentally strong and we need that. We need a strong economy and we need a growing economy as a, as a base point for investing in real estate. Uh but the big point I want to bring up is uh is it says residential rents are on the rise in a new rental living reality new rental living reality, so basically talking about the fact that more and more people are priced out of owning real estate and more and more people are going to be renting real estate again, something that we've been talking about on the podcast for a very long time probably sounds familiar, something i've been preaching here for um you know, many months, uh, and, and probably for the past couple of years, it's a good time to be buying rental assets simply for the fact that there's going to be more renters coming that, um, you know, traditionally Canada being a, and the GTA being a market where the majority of people own their housing and, and the minority of people rent, you know, it's about 70% or so, uh, 65, 70% traditionally are owning and, uh, 30, 35% are renting. Uh, there's lots of evidence. And I believe that over, over the next couple of decades, that number is going to change dramatically and more and more people are going to be renting. Um, we're going to be moving more towards a New York and Manhattan, um, other major world cities where, majority of the population is renting because they just simply cannot afford to buy anything. It's a very expensive city. So again, that is what these guys are also seeing and saying institutional smart, big money is saying that that's good. It's encouraging. And we like to see that. Um, and, and another, uh, uh, speaking of institutional investors, look at Rio can again, this is not news. This is from March of last year, less than a year ago, but Rio Can, which, of course, they're known for their retail um, properties and, and malls and plazas across Canada. They're, uh, speaking of billion-dollar groups, these guys, I think they're $13.7 billion of assets they, they've they got uh, across the country. I'm sure you've you've seen their signs, Rio Can, yeah, at various stores and malls and places that you go. So Rio Can made a big announcement last year in March saying that you know, over the decades of experience, they've built this portfolio of retail and now there's a major shift that they're going through. And that shift, again, also is moving away from retail and getting more and more into the residential game. So very interesting when you've got all these big players looking at the opportunity that is coming and the shortage of rental housing that we have in the immigration, the numbers that are coming in here. Um, here's the quote. Uh, from these guys uh, over the last 25 years we've accumulated a unique portfolio of income producing properties with significant redevelopment potential strategically situated on or near existing or approved transit lines said Ed Sunshine chief executive officer of RioCan during that sh- during that same time a large shortage of new purpose built rental buildings has emerged in Canada's urban centers Large shortage of new purpose-built rentals has emerged in Canada's urban centers. So they, they're they talking about the same sort of thing. They see the shortage. They see the opportunity. They own a ton of real estate that has performed for them well, but they see that retail is sort of struggling right now and, and dying a bit with Amazon and everything else that's going on. Uh, the move away from retail is happening. It has been happening. They're not just sitting around, you know, waiting to uh, waiting to do nothing they're taking action and the action they're taking is moving more into residential real estate and turning those dead malls and plazas and things into mixed use development um with a greater focus on residential they say they've they they have potential they say for 20,000 residential units just on the properties in their portfolio that they own right now not even a, uh, accounting for any new Properties that they uh, are certainly acquiring all the time. 20,000 potential residences they can they can create or build or partner with builders to build um, on the properties that they own. And the majority of these units, the vast majority of them, they say, will be rental units that they will own, not condominiums. So very interesting. Um, again, big money is saying, you know what? The place to put it is is residential and the thing and the play to do in residential is to own the asset, not to develop it as condos and sell it off, but to actually own the asset. So when you have all this big money coming in and saying, we want to own these assets, then you as the individual condo investor, it's very encouraging and it's a very positive sign to say, you know what? Yeah, it's a great time to buy and own these assets. Just like these big boys are doing here right in front of us. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's Rio can, um, doing that as well. So at the end of the day, why does all this matter? Well, why does it matter that, that, that we're paying attention to what these big boys are doing uh, us as individual condo investors? Well, number one, I think is these guys, they like low risk investments with high returns. Okay. So. If you like low risk investments with high returns, then do as they do and invest in residential real estate. And, and that's uh that's a great, great way to, uh, to a uh, great place to put your money uh, over the, over the next number of years ahead. The other thing is they think long-term, these guys are not making these decisions, thinking about, you know, what, where they're going to make their dollars next year or the year after that these guys are thinking in terms of decades, you know, they have a huge long track record. You don't get 10, $20 billion of of assets overnight. They've been in this game of real estate and investing for a very long time. They have a very long perspective and they plan on being in this game for a very long time to come. They're not going anywhere. Okay. So, if they're investing in residential real estate it's because it's because they see that it has huge potential over the next 10, 20, 30 years. They're thinking long term, they know that that's where they're going to win. Um they have a a perspective that is very different from an individual investor who, you know, might be looking at buying a condo today and and I'm going to flip it in 2 years and and make tons of money and I'm smarter than everyone else. No. These guys uh are very methodical they're very systematic. They're very smart. They've got teams and teams of researchers and analysts and people looking into every potential aspect of every potential deal before they put a dime into anything. Uh, and they're doing that over and over and over again, they have a track record of success. They make their decisions very slowly. Uh, and then they stick to their guns for a very long time. So if these guys are doing it, if they're putting uh, billions of dollars into this space, for not just the next few years, but for the decades to come. It's because they see there's something really big happening here. There's something fundamental afoot. There's something that is, uh, there's a new reality that is is taking place and that will take place in the years ahead. So do as they do. It's very simple. Copy what these big boys are doing on an individual basis. Keep buying residential condo units. Think strategically, think long-term. Don't think about you know short term thinking of two three four five years. Think about you know buying an asset today that's going to be a great asset to come for the next 10, 15, 20 years, um, and uh, and you're going to do very well with it. You're going to make great returns on your rent. Rents are going to go up significantly over that time period. Your mortgage is going to be paid off by somebody else, and property values and and the asset value is going to continue to go up. From inflation from uh rental rates going up um and uh and just from uh, the supply and demand factors and, and the fact that we just have huge immigration numbers coming in to this uh province and and to this region, so there you go, follow the money, follow the money, just like in when you're picking a location to invest in in real estate you know king west young street uh, east side west side north you know up uh, suburb city. You follow the money is a great principle, right? Uh, if there's money going into an area, then that area is going to appreciate. Uh, that's where people want to be. That's where you, you should put your money as well. Same thing here. Follow the money as it were. Follow these these institutional billion-dollar, very smart, very large investors, and you're going to do well. Where is that money going? It's going into residential real estate, so go there too. Okay. I hope you found this episode useful. Um, this was my second time going through it, as I said. So I think it was amazing. Uh, I'm starting to really love this episode. It's one of my favorite episodes. I'm just kidding, by the way. Uh, I'm glad that, uh, that we made it through for the second time. I'm glad that you made it through for the first time. And, uh, if you enjoyed this, if you found some value from it, if you got, uh, something in here that is going to help you become a better investor, help you make better decisions, help you grow your wealth, um, encourage you on your journey, get you closer to where you want to be. If any of those things happened here today and you want to say thank you to me, a couple ways you can do it. One is just by leaving a rating, a review for the show on iTunes. It really helps get the word out about the show. And the other thing is uh, just go ahead and share this episode, send it off to somebody that, you know, let them know about this podcast and hopefully they will get value from it too. And you'll look like a superstar to them for doing so. Thank you very much for listening until next time